Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tremel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol, where Republican lawmakers were caught red-handed using party officials to overhaul Florida's election system. Well, now we have proof in the form of these text messages that exactly what we thought was happening is what was occurring. House Democrats also blast attempts by Republican leaders to make school board elections partisan. I just think that it is the wrong direction to move uh, and it will do nothing but help plunge our, our country further into this tribalism that's dividing us right now. Redistricting hearing gets underway during its first committee meeting. A great deal of time was spent on stressing that pretty much every communication you have about this process, you should expect it's discoverable by court if this is challenged in court. And Planned Parenthood is holding a rally today against Florida adopting a Texas-style abortion ban. We will be here to pose any abortion ban in Florida from day one of committee weeks until sign die of the 2022 legislative session. Today's Sunrise interview features Florida politics reporter Jacob Ogles, who sat in on the legislature's first meeting in the once-a-decade redistricting process. We check in on some of the top stories trending around the Capitol Rotunda, plus we have your calendar of political events and more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting, it's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Tuesday, September 21st. It's the International Day of Peace, which seems to go well with World Gratitude Day. But feel free to escape from it all on this International Escapology Day. You heard that right, and I'll let you look it up. On this day in 1957, the American TV series Perry Mason debuted and became hugely popular. In 1981, the U.S. Senate unanimously confirmed the nomination of Sandra Day O'Connor to become the first female justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. And in 1989, Colin Powell was the first African-American appointed as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Gary Finout over at Politico Florida shook up the opening of committee week with reporting that showed text messages between Republican lawmakers and the Republican Party's top lawyer using the election bill passed this spring to gain an electoral advantage. House Democratic Policy Chair Fentress Driscoll. It is shocking to me that a Republican party official, a party official, would have a hand in writing a law to change Florida's elections. It's absolutely wrong. I don't understand how anyone thought this was acceptable. I don't understand how my colleagues, uh, Senator Gruters or, 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 or Rep. Ingoglia, thought that this was acceptable. Finout's reporting lays out how Republicans have long argued the proposed changes were to crack down on fraud. Even during debates, Senator Joe Gruters, who is also the chair of the Republican Party, claimed the bill, which Governor DeSantis signed during a live event on Fox News, would make it easy as possible to vote and hard as possible to cheat. Representative Driscoll. This was never about election security, which you will recall 
that was part of the arguments that we made when we were on the floor debating this bill last spring. I can remember asking a question about ballot harvesting and asking for some proof from the bill sponsor that ballot harvesting had occurred. And I remember very clearly that the response was, well, just because there's not proof doesn't mean that it didn't happen. According to Politico, Senator Gruters and House sponsor Blazing Golio went back and forth on ways to shorten how long mail-in ballots requests are valid. Democrats are hoping the revelation will make a difference in ongoing lawsuits calling changes to Dropbox and voter registration law unconstitutional. And to the question posed yesterday, should school board races be partisan? It's part of a proposal by Senator Joe Gruters. However, Democratic Representative Evan Jenny says that's the last thing the people need. I, I just think that it is the wrong direction to move, uh, and it will do nothing but help plunge our, our country further into this tribalism that's dividing us right now. The Florida School Board Association said in a statement that education should be one issue where people all across the political spectrum come together. Governor Ron DeSantis was on the road promoting his plan to drop high-stakes testing in public schools. On Monday, DeSantis sat down with educators in Niceville, explaining his plan to get rid of the Florida Standards Assessment. It is going to be beneficial for our students uh, and the parents, and I think obviously the teachers, they want to teach uh, and not necessarily just be test, basically test preparation proctor. So uh, this is something that's, uh, that, that we think is really exciting. The change has been getting bipartisan support. Now let's turn to our Sunrise interview with Florida politics reporter Jacob Ogles, who tracked the first hearing getting a glimpse into how lawmakers plan to tackle the once-a-decade process of redrawing district. So, how did it go? Well, at least for right now, everybody's being cordial and friendly and optimistic. Uh, we got some basic data. We're looking at Congressional districts of 770,000 people, Senate districts of 540, and House districts of 180. The big focus right now is just a kind of overall commitment that they're not going to do the same mistakes they did 10 years ago and got our maps thrown out of court. And uh, they're saying they're going to really hold to the constitutional process here. Mm, what does that mean? Are they going to be transparent? Well, Ray Rodriguez says that he wants to be transparent, and it certainly seems, at least on the Senate side, they're doing more from the start that's transparent than we're necessarily seeing at this stage on the House side. For the record, Ray Rodriguez has been very open to media conversations, although they're still just getting the early stages of numbers. They say they're going to be preserving all records of conversations. Uh, a great deal of time was spent on stressing that pretty much every communication you have about this process, you should expect it's discoverable by court if this is challenged in court. Uh, they're going to be using the same vendor as the House for producing maps. That's interesting compared to a decade ago. Uh, and we're going to see how that works. I'm, and I'm very curious how we're going to have the process handled with two different chambers using the same software but producing different maps. So how's the first week of committee week treating you? Well, we're just getting started. Uh, it feels wild to already be in committee week, but, uh, you know, there's there's things they've got to get jumping on right away. And they, they certainly, particularly with redistricting, want to get everything wrapped up as soon as possible next year so they don't have these boundaries and any legal challenges lingering over every political race in the state of Florida. So, All right. Well, thank you so much and all the best with your coverage. Hey, thank you. And uh, 
have fun with this podcast. You're taking over the reins of greatness. And that calls for a shout out to the great Rick Flagg. I hope he's doing well in his retirement. Thanks to Jacob Ogles for sharing those insights. Here's your calendar of events. Chief Financial Officer and State Fire Marshal Jimmy Patronis will host the Ringing of the Bell Ceremony to honor fallen firefighters at 8.30 this morning in the Capitol Courtyard. Governor Ron DeSantis and the State Cabinet will meet shortly after. The House Republican Conference will hold a Speaker Designation Ceremony to nominate State Representative Paul Renner of Palm Coast to serve as Speaker of the Florida House for the 2022-2024 legislative term. Laura Hernandez, Director of Policy for the Florida Alliance of Planned Parenthood, is hosting a rally to urge against a Texas-style abortion ban in Florida. Today, we will be having a peaceful grassroots rally, welcoming back legislators and reminding everyone that we will be here to oppose any abortion ban in Florida from day one of committee weeks until sign die of the 2022 legislative session. We know that any abortion ban in Florida would be devastating and not just for Floridians, but for the entire southeastern United States that rely on safe and judgment free abortion access here because abortion is already so restricted in neighboring states. We're going to be joined by legislative champions and supporters from across the state speaking out against any restriction to our reproductive rights. It'll be happening at 11 11.30 a.m. Um, in uh, the Capitol Courtyard. And this will also be taking place after Dignity Powers Florida's 11 a.m. press conference that seeks to advocate for Ava's law that would ensure that pregnant women who are convicted of a crime can give birth with dignity, respect, and humanity. Continuing on, the House Civil Justice and Property Rights Subcommittee will receive a presentation about sovereign immunity and claims bills at 1. The Senate Children and Families and Elder Affairs Committee will receive presentations from the Department of Children and Families about two child welfare bills, Senate Bills 80 and 96. That's at 1.30. The Senate Criminal Justice will hold a discussion with the Florida Sheriff's Association and the Florida Police Chiefs Association about their 2022 legislative priorities at 2.45. And the Senate Education Commission will receive a presentation by Jacob Oliva, Senior Chancellor at the Florida Department of Education, about public school standards assessments and student supports. That's at 4. Officials are banning alcohol at a Georgia beach for the weekend of the Georgia-Florida football matchup, hoping to discourage big crowds amid a high rate of coronavirus infections. Glenn County commissioners voted 6-1 to one to prohibit booze on the beach at St. Simons Island on October 29th and 30th. COVID-19 has now killed about as many Americans as the 1918-19 Spanish flu pandemic did. Approximately 675,000. The U.S. population a century ago was just one-third of what it is today, meaning the flu cut a much bigger, more lethal swath across the country. But the COVID-19 crisis is by any measure a colossal tragedy in its own right, especially given the incredible advances in scientific knowledge since then and the failure to take maximum advantage of the vaccines available this time. And finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tremel Gomes at the Capitol, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. 